love. And I am Dr. Shari Calicker, creator of Dr. Mrs. And, and together we together are. Together we are. <laughs> the Hugs to Bells. Bells. <laughs> Episode six. six. All right, y'all. So getting started. Well, first of all, how's your week? My week has been going good. We had, I just came back from Fort Lauderdale. We had my nephew's first birthday party and his dad had his 30th birthday party. So it was fun. Are they born on the same day? No, his dad's birthday, I think, is August 22nd or something Mm. like that. And um, MJ's birthday is August 14th. Oh, cute. Oh, that's so nice. Close enough. That's good. Uh, we just hung out with friends this weekend um, and worked during the week. So adulting, I guess. But it was really nice. Like Friday, we had like a little dinner party with one of our other yeah. couple friends. So that was nice. Did you guys cook or did they No, cook? they cooked. Oh, nice. Actually, also Haitian. Oh, okay. ow. So you yes. had... Uh, we had... Well, I don't think we had <laughs> Haitian cuisine, oh, but it was good. Well. <laughs> <laughs> um, but we did have this rum... Ah, yes, that, that it's that, the best that. rum. We it had really that. Is. It was so good, and I love the box. It was so beautiful. Oh, so she must have just went to Haiti or something. She said she found that at Total Wine. Oh, oh, they do sell them in liquor stores. I've been finding a lot of them in yeah. liquor stores, and they sell some of the good kind too. Yeah, that's what that. So the fit. I want to tell how much it was, but the yeah, nice bottle. That. Yeah, she said it was like, uh, and it has like the beautiful box with like all the black yeah. women on it. Like, well, I guess they're Haitian women, um, but yes, they were. It was, it was, it was great. We had a really great time. The longer it's aged, the more expensive it is. Okay. Yeah. Fair. Well, it was delicious. However old it was, um, and then so that was really fun, just like hanging out, and then. Um, Saturday. Oh, Saturday we hung out with our friends at the pool. It was cool. Nice. And then, um, well, Sunday. We all know what happened Sunday. So that wasn't such a fun day. But it was Marley's birthday. So happy second birthday to my baby. Happy birthday. <laughs> to my baby. <laughs> yes. So what are we drinking today? So today we are drinking... Um, mm, Vinia. <laughs> I need you to know what wine you Vinia Alicia is a Malbec from 2013. The reason why I don't know is because it was a gift. For <laughs> our housewarming, but it's good. I like it. It is really good. I actually. love Malbec. So I was like, oh, this is good. I'll just bring it. I don't it have in. any complaints. And it's yeah. actually because oh, the bottle is warm. So I thought it was going to be like the worst. But yeah. even warm. I- it probably tastes really good, chill. Good. But I even like warm, it. it tastes really good. I have zero complaints. Good. It's not like bitter or dry. Look at you, or zero dry. complaints. I don't like it. I'll toast to that, friends. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like super smooth. Very um, smooth. It's a real. This is actually a really, really good wine. So I don't know if you guys can see it here. But it's pretty bottle also. Yeah, it's Vina Alicio Paso de Piedra. Mm. So definitely 2013 Spanish. Malbec. <laughs> um, good. This now this one is a good steak wine or, yeah. or pork, um, any type of red meat. Um, I really do love it though. It's actually really really good. So shout out to whomever um, brought this to my housewarming. It's delicious. <laughs> that might have been the party before the housewarming. We were crazy and had two parties that weekend. So, um, the more parties, the better. 
can't ever have too many of those. I mean, I'm not complaining. I mean, especially we still have leftover wine that yeah. you can come to share with your friends. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Good. All right. So you guys, as you guys know, if you've been joining us um, for the past six episodes, we always do a travel segment where we talk about like our travels, where we've been. Um, so it, it's only fitting that we do one about how we got there. How we get there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So we, so our uh, topic today is, um, well, the name of it is Let's Go to Sleep in Paris, Wake Up in Tokyo. If you hey. don't listen to Lupe Fiasco, you need Your to. Your bad. Your bad. But yeah, so we're talking about our little travel sneak tips, yeah. um, how to get there, different uh, tricks and just being vigilant. Traveling is all about being patient. Very patient. Because um, like I, I always say, like traveling is kind of like as, as far as like airline prices and yeah. sales. It's really like the stock market. It, for sure. You don't know if it's going to go up or down. If it's up, is it going to come coming down? Or if it's down, is it going to go back up? So yes. you just have to like, if you feel... Like it's a good price, go Just for it. Just go for it. But definitely before you, if you, I mean, a lot of people always ask me because they're like, how do you vacation so much? Like you might just have so much money. And I'm just like, no, it's really not a finance yeah. thing. It's just, it's a priority thing. I want to travel. So I make time for it. Yeah. And also like I put in the time and the effort into work to make sure I'm not going on a $25 vacation. Like yeah. my vacations are very reasonable. Like yeah. someone's like, I mean, I found a flight to Athens for $300. Like I don't think, yeah. I mean. That's dope. That's like Beats headphones. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> Free if you buy a Mac or a <laughs> or a, or an iPad. Yeah. yeah. So I think so. like the the first step um, is definitely know your budget um, because just because something is a good deal, it might not be a good deal for your budget. So I think you should know like what your personal budget is and what you're willing to spend on a trip. Yes, um, I definitely think that. Um, well, one thing we talked about earlier is not really saying like, okay, so this year I'm going to Greece or this year I'm going to Italy. Um, I mean, unless it's like a, an event or something, like a birthday or something like that. I think really just being open to, um, the world and knowing that many countries in the world have somewhere to offer you, you can really find, you can really like explore the world for cheap that way. Like, um, I was telling you the other day I saw there was like a flight from New York to Martinique in late January for like 180 or something like it was it was ridiculous because honestly if you're trying to if you have a specific goal to go to any of the islands those flights are easily 700 dollars. so if you see a flight from martinique under 200 like you just have to buy it right you know i mean even though it's january like in the islands it's always going to be at least 80 like it's going to be comfortable it's it's not going to be cold so it might not be like 90 Um, degrees right exactly but it'll definitely be comfortable exactly so um i definitely agree with that just keeping a budget because that'll keep you from like you know out here trying to flex for the gram because everyone else is going to wherever Mm -hmm. like you should be there like no go you create the new wave you know what i'm saying because i I was gonna say use drake because in drake's album he's like people just travel just take pictures yeah it's really true but if you like for me like i know like i have i just have a like one time i read this article i don't remember where it was at but it was like this um, male attorney He's been to, he was 50 years old, but he'd been to every single country in the world already. That's dope. And I was like, 
I wonder like how many countries I can touch. So like for mm. me personally, like I don't, I don't have like, I don't have a bucket list of places I want to go to. Yeah. I just, I just want to go places and go as often and as into as many as I can. So like recently, like I went to Iceland in April, mm. I never really considered going to Iceland or Norway, but there was a travel deal. I'm yeah. not going to pass it up. I saw the deal. It was like $200 round trip from like New York or something. And yeah. I was just like, well, I'm going go. go to Iceland. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I definitely, so I actually do have a list of places that I would prefer to go to. But when I saw that travel deal, I was like, I mean, Martinique was yeah. not on the list, but how awesome is it to say, like, I spent $200 on this on this trip, like round trip. Uh, it was like almost like I couldn't pass it up when I read about it. It was like more flexible date. So um, I was going to look at it just a little bit more, but you should um, you should do it. Yeah, I just feel like is it even, like is there a travel window? Yes, there is a travel window. But I don't know exactly. They just said like the like the end of January. Okay. So it's a latter part of January all seem to have kind of around the same price. Wow. So, yeah. Is it a couple so, of I mean, it can be, friend. <laughs> it can. So, um, yeah. So I would say like, but I feel like at the end of the day, $200 is like. You pay that to go where you can't. There's not even a lot of places you can go to in the United States for a two hundred dollars exactly. round trip. Um, sometimes even from here to Miami is not two hundred dollars exactly, round trip. Exactly. So is it really that big of a deal to say like I'm going to Martinique for the weekend? Yeah. Like absolutely not. And then like I jokingly said to you, like you get like you go out, you get a little intoxicated, right. and you end up buying rounds of drinks, yeah. and it's going to cost you more than two hundred dollars. Yeah. You could have spent that money on a trip on to going to a trip Martinique. Exactly. So. <laughs> Definitely the first thing, but back to like setting the budget, it's important because like, let's say, like you said, like you don't really care. You don't have a list. You don't have anything that you're worried about, but you know that you like to travel. If you have a budget of a thousand dollars per year, that way you can say like, okay, if I find a trip, then that's $200. So that's 200. So then I have $800 more to spend. So let me look for a hotel. And then we find the hotel. So that way you can find trips within that budget by setting that budget. Kind of the thing is when you have a bucket list is like you kind of get stuck with whatever the prices are at that moment. Yeah. So I feel like I mean, I'm sure there are definitely places that you would like to go places that you don't like to go. But if it's something you think you you would remotely be interested in, I would definitely like plunge into it, especially if it's super, super cheap. Like, yeah. Yeah. So that kind of brings us into our second point is like subscribing to different um, airlines, um, subscribing to different deals and apps and things like that yeah. to kind of help you to plan your trip. Yeah. Like I, I, I always like, I got my notification. Like I subscribe to like, travel zoo mm-hmm. um i i have a delta account i have a united account american airlines european destinations yeah. i just have i have so many different travel like i can't honestly cannot keep track of them but if i see a good deal pop up i'm gonna you know zoom in on it and check it out and see if it's feasible yeah um united emirates is another good one they fly so many different places so yeah. definitely have one of those accounts and then the second part of it too is like if you do get one of those accounts like um find an airline or a travel card. Well, personally, like at first I was kind of against getting an airline credit card. Mm. Um, but then I was like, you know what, maybe it's not that bad. And I started doing a little bit more research. So I chose 
Delta. Mm-hmm. And the only reason I chose Delta was because Delta just goes to so many different places. Like yeah. Southwest is limited. JetBlue is limited. American Airlines. I mean, they go a lot of places too, but yeah. they don't have as they don't have the point system that Delta has. Yeah. And so I went with them and like, since I've had them, like, I mean, I've already got a free flight and I've already accumulated the points that I use to get that free flight. Right. Just by just doing regular things that I always do. Yeah. So I definitely agree. Like I have kind of in the same boat, like we were kind of against, against travel cards, like just like, no, no, it's like, it's not for us. And then one day we were just kind of like, we spend, we go traveling so much. Like just imagine if we had a travel card and like, we were actually like, just, you know, when we travel, we do this card, we book everything. So ours is actually through United. Um, and it has just been really awesome because it's like, yes. (laughs) And it's just like, you know, you don't, well, I, I really do like their point system. But I also love it that it's like if you shop at regular places like Chipotle, mm-hmm. Panera, um, Staples, anything like that, then you also get like double, triple, like even sometimes 10 times the points. Yeah. Um, like, well, 10 points per dollar that you spend. I don't want to say 10 times the points, but 10 points per dollar that you spend versus like the two points per dollar that you spend when you even buy a flight. So like I, I remember really like good. I kind of like was using the car just to like test it. Um, and what I did was, so that was nothing that we want to talk about. Like if you're going to invest in those cars and there, there are some cars that aren't affiliated with airlines. That They're just good. like, um, I know that capital one has a card. I know, um, chase has a card. Yes. So those are cars that aren't affiliated with any airline, but they also hold those same kind of yeah. perks. If you buy flights, if you Uber, if you, um, put hotels, you get a certain amount of points for those cards. Um, Excuse me. And and the biggest thing with those is making sure that you stay on top of the money that you're spending yeah. with those cards. So what what well, what we what I have been doing is like like if I'm using so I because I just think it's smart because we travel so much to use a travel card more than my debit card. Yeah, because I can get the points. And then what I do is I just transfer the money from my debit account to the card automatically so that you don't have that like you don't you don't have the accumulation and you want the money available for travel so that's that's why i do it too like it's not i don't i don't view it as like an emergencies car where it's like if i have some kind of emergency i need to use it i use it as like an everyday car so i might buy lunch on it but then i log on and i bill pay right then and there like let me transfer that money right then that i'm using so i never use on the travel card what i don't have because I want to, I'm just using it to accumulate points. Right. Exactly. So I think if, if, if you do choose to go with the travel card, that is the way that you should use it is use it on your everyday purchases, groceries. Mm -hmm. Like I hooked my HelloFresh up. No, not what am I using? Home chef, home chef, (laughs) hook the home chef up to it, like recurring bills, all those stuff. Just hook it up to them, get the points and then pay it back from your debit account. That's the best way to get it. And it's like the more I was like researching in the car, like once we got the card, like because, of course, any card you get, it's like if you spend a certain amount of money in the first couple of months and you get like all these points excuse me and then like as you keep going they're like oh well if you go to this hotel then you will get like triple points or if you 
go with this certain um, company, like a car rental company, then you'll get triple points. Yeah. So it's, I mean, clearly it's all, it's all like a way to get you to spend money with these companies. But at the end of the day, like yeah, if, you, if I get my points and I need a, <laughs> and I need a hotel and a rental car, then it, I'm, I'm definitely going to go there. And I still, what I'll do is I'll still go. So what I'll do is I'll go to those websites. I'll look at the hotel prices and then I'll still pull up like a hot wire price line, yeah. just a price compare like for me i'm a marriott girl so like me too i love i if it's not a Marriott, I'm probably not staying Same. anyway but i'll still go to see if there's something if there is something more worthwhile than the money that i will spend yeah. there but most but I'm also like a points member with Marriott. So it's like, honestly, if I'm not knocking out two birds, one stone, like $20 isn't going to make much of a difference. Exactly. And that that brings us to our next point. You should always compare. Yes. Um, Yes. So compare, like if you, there are many sites you use, Hotwire, Mm -hmm. Expedia, you know, whatever else there is out there. Google Flights. Google Flights is my favorite one. I don't go to anything else now. I just do Google Flights. I used to do like Kayak. I still do Priceline sometimes. I don't do anything. Because like Google Flights just, has all of it there and it yeah. guesstimates southwest yeah so that oh, it does can, it now it does it guesstimates Good. what southwest would be and then just go on southwest website and just compare it yourself yeah. but um definitely if you find a flight deal still compare it to every single thing um every website that you could think of compare it hotels the same thing if you find a hotel on hotwire or on um trivago or wherever or marriott's website compare 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 yeah and the good thing about like if you find a marriott hotel like on a different account the good thing about marriott is you can still link it back to your account and get the points for it yeah and just um just to um kind of piggyback on that just making sure that you are being cognizant about like even if there's a price difference still yeah. weigh the pros and cons like yeah. as far as the points are like if you are because marriott has a lot of different hotels under them like so I just, many. like they got sheraton risk no the the yes <laughs> so um just really like if the difference between like marriott and holiday inn is like 20 bucks and you're a member of the marriott like the points were always, I don't know, I'm, I am like points a points better. addict points <laughs> at this point. Like since too. I got like, that travel card, I'm like, where I mean, can I get the points? for free. Yeah. <laughs> Doing stuff that you already regularly right. do. I mean, it's, you can't beat it. I right. mean, that's how you try. Like, not like if you play the points game the right way, yeah. you can stay in your budget and take an extra trip yeah. because you have a free trip, a right. free flight and a free right. hotel possibly. So those are definitely the two things you should have. Yeah. Points. Like even we're going to Memphis for um, Donovan's family reunion and those tickets were like about three fifty a piece. And after using points and then Donovan got, got a voucher from like a terrible experience. Yeah. Um, when we were in Houston, um, we'll probably come out only spending a hundred dollars. That is dope for both of us. And, and we could, you could really be spending nothing. But like, yeah. I'm like, we're not spending all of our points no, on this. Like, points. we're going to spend a hundred dollars is great. We'll go with it. And then another thing too is like, if you have to travel for work, no matter how often, um, definitely. Like, I know some companies give like company cards. Yeah, I would like fight against that. Yes, use your own card. Yes, you and get, get the points for get sure. Reimbursed, like use it. Like when I travel, I travel for work kind of often. Yeah, and if I have to leave, I'm gonna book the flight myself, yeah. and I'll submit an expense report. Yes, if you have that luxury, 
don't be cheap. Just front the money up front yes. and get paid back yes. because you're going to get points for travel that you have to do yes. and that you don't have to pay for. Yes. 110% agree. Like I did that with my first, I, my first ever rewards card was through Wells Fargo and it was like, you know, they were like, oh, your credit's good. And I see you're doing this. You should get this card. I'm like, okay, whatever. It's like my first card that I got by myself, a rewards card. And so what I did was I used that card for my CME money. So like mm -hmm. anything, any um, conference that I went to, like I put it on that card. Anytime I ate while I was at the conference, like all the expenses went on that card. And then when they reimbursed me, I just put it right back on the card. It's better and too like because built up points. look at your statements and you could clearly see right, what you spent. where the money and went. It's, it's easier to fill out your expense mm -hmm. report. Like mm -hmm. I spent this on lunch, Exactly dinner, this much. Whatever. Exactly. Ain't no keeping receipts. Not yeah, doing that. Yeah, I don't keep receipts. Like I just, <laughs> I copy and paste the expense report and print it out. And like, yeah. this is what I spent on my credit card. And so. Yeah. Do it. Do it. Do what you will. Yeah. Do what you do. Yeah. <laughs> So I definitely agree with that. So like, what are some apps that you use um, to kind of help find your flights and stuff? Um, Google flights is my primary source for finding flights now. Okay. I, because it just, it gives you everything. And like, I've, I've done the comparison and contrast between like Google and kayak and different things like that. Yeah. And I've noticed that like Google always has it. They have the, I don't know. I mean, it's Google. Yeah. <laughs> you can't yeah, find Google. True. They have they they have the data and they mm -hmm. have the best flight. The only thing that Google doesn't do that Kayak does is that actually no. You know what Google does it? They tell you if it's a multi airline. Yes, they will. They do. So never yes. mind. Google does that. And what I do, what I do a lot of times too is like so I use Google in like two ways. Like I'll search around trip flight on Google. And then if I feel like I can get a better price, then I do a one one ways and I compare yeah. how much each one way yeah. is. And then if I feel like maybe that's not good enough, then I'll do a multi-city flight and I'll compare that and see what I could get. So that's really my comparison in Google is between round trips, multi-cities and one ways all across the board. All right. So what I have been doing lately, so two, two apps that I, there's only one app that I use. I tried to use another app, but I felt like it was going to be like overload. So I stuck with my one app. So the one app that I use is Hopper. Mm -hmm. So Hopper is a really good app because it, so basically like, let's say you, for example, we already talked about family reunion. So we have to go to Memphis for a family reunion. So what you do is you go in, you put like the date, where you're going, like where you're trying to fly from. So some, so what I'll do is I'll put in like Jacksonville to Memphis, Orlando to Memphis. Mm -hmm. And then it will say like, so today this is how much, how much the flight costs. And then it'll, and then it will say, um, either buy right now. It's, it's more than likely it's not going to get any lower than this. Or it'll say, so this is how much it costs, but just wait because it's probably going to get lower. So I'll, so if it says like buy it now, then that's when I like go price compare it on Google and just kind of see if it says wait, I'll just leave it on read. Like I'll just like wait on wait it. until it sends. And so what it'll do it if you leave it like that and you set your notifications up, it'll like sing a notification every every time the price changes. So mm -hmm. it'll be like, let's say you checked it and it was like four hundred dollars. Then it'll send you a message like your flight from Jacksonville to Memphis has dropped to three fifty. This is a good price, but if you wait, you you can probably get a better deal. Yeah. 
Or it'll say, hey, your flight has dropped from 400 to 350. This is the best price you're going to get, girl. Get it together. <laughs> Go buy your flight. So I, I like that. Like, that's how I found that trip to L.A. for Coachella for like two, 200 no, it's like 220. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. Um, from he, from Jacksonville to there for like 220 was that it was like one day, it was like a Sunday morning, like 10 a.m. It was like, hey, the flight is like two o'clock. Bye now. And I'm like, ah. so I bought it and told my friend later, like, hey, I had to buy this flight because it's only $200. I hope you Did can she get in at the same time. Well, she was coming from a further time, but she was just trying to buy her flight so that she would arrive and leave around the same time oh, that I okay. was. Um, so I'm like, hey, girl, I know we're supposed to have this discussion, but the flight was only I, already did. I had to buy it today. My only critique with Hopper is like sometimes I feel like they only consider the lowest price. Mm-hmm. And like so for me, sometimes like is there's a different time I want and, and this is for a specific reason. And that price is not really being monitored. It's just like the lowest price and that lowest price. Probably the time doesn't like work yeah. for me for whatever reason. Yeah. So that is my them, only critique. Yeah, of them. So some, I don't. I don't rely heavily on them because of that, unless I am, because and that's another that, that leads to another point: being flexible. Yeah. Unless I am completely flexible, and I really want to get like the best price I can get, and I can leave whenever, yeah. then I rely on them. But if I'm not flexible at all, mm-hmm. then I, I mean, I can't really uh, rely on Hopper a hundred percent. Yeah, I mean, I feel like, cause because you're right. Sometimes those the flights that they pick for you are like two-day flights, like, whatever. Um, But I feel like I just always look for, like, the flight that best suits me. And then, and then like, when they pick that... Because I guess what I found is usually that flight still correlates with as far as, like, if this flight has gotten cheaper, then most likely those flights have gotten cheaper. And if if you pick that flight and it's, like, a whole bunch of flights that are, like, one-day flights and then there's just one that is a decent flight then usually like either it's that flight or it's nothing and i'll still comply i will still compare with yeah. google flights like anytime even when they say like this is the best flight you're gonna get girl like buy it now i still always compare with google flights and i still look at southwest just to make sure yeah, that, that i'm deal. getting the best flight um because i hate to waste money mm-hmm. I'm all about balling on a budget friend so mm-hmm. yeah um, so Hopper, Falling have you used Skyscanner or heard about Skyscanner? What do you think about that one? I I like it because no, actually I haven't used Skyscanner. What I've used is Skiplag. Oh, I haven't heard of that one. So Skiplag, it plays off of connections. So let's say you want to go to Atlanta, right? And like it might be expensive if you're like Jacksonville to Atlanta, but if you go on Skyscanner, it'll find you like a cheap flight that has a layover in Atlanta and it'll tell you, you know, don't check your bag in because you're not going to catch your other connection. What's the name of this? Skip lagged. Skip lagged. Yeah. It okay. finds you, it finds, um, connections. That's to cities you wanna go. So if you want to go to Chicago and there's a connection yeah. there, then you, you just, just book the yeah. connection and then and don't take the whole flight. Yeah. So don't, now, so if about, you check your bag in, like it kind of screws, you're going to lose your luggage. But yeah. But what about like return flights? So, you kind of do the same thing. Or you might have to spend a little extra to get For home. a one-way. Yeah. Because Jacksonville is not really like a layover yeah. area. Yeah. But it really, it's more beneficial for outgoing because if you're going to Atlanta, it, that's a layover city. Yeah. New York is a layover city. So it's really, it really, it's only helpful if you're flying to a city that is typically a layover like Charlotte. Yeah. Okay. 
Um, yeah, so I, I've I've never heard of that one, but that seems like good. I don't know, almost in theory. Yeah. It, but then my it's concern limited. would be like Depends getting on. back. How well, are you? It do you still you, catch? Do you, you just can, catch the connection or? Well, you can book. You can book round trip flights. Like it's not going to just give you a one way and then you're 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 out. Like it'll give you what the full price is for like a round trip for what mm-hmm. you're trying to do. Mm-hmm. And if you need a connection. Um, if it's a connection flight for on your way home, it'll tell you, don't check your bag in. So it'll tell you like if it's a connection or find a destination area. Hmm. That's interesting. Yeah. I heard. So the other, only other one that I heard of is Skyscanner. I'm pretty sure it's another one I heard of, but I don't, I don't know what happened. Um, but Skyscanner is the one that I actually like downloaded and looked at. That's why I remember it. Um, but it was a little bit too busy for me. It was yeah. like, it was, I like very simple, like, I don't Maybe know. So. I like things in order. And when I opened it, I was like, oh, too much. no, <laughs> <laughs> absolutely not. But if you are a, like, I feel like, you know, if you can, if you can look past that, which I feel like a lot of times it's how you find the deals also mm-hmm. is like being able to search. Like if, if you're a rack searcher, like if you can look through all the clutter to find something that you really like. I can't shop um, through the racks. Yeah, me either. The uh, deal has to be very visible. Yeah. First line, first page yeah. for me to see it. I am I'm not definitely a the rack girl, Definitely the girl that walks in and it's like, oh, this is cute. And it'll be the most expensive thing in the store. So. Like if I, when I go to like Nordstrom Rack or like mm-hmm. TJ Maxx or whatever, I walk in, I, I do a little turn. <laughs> do I see anything I like? <laughs> if I don't, I'm out. If I do, I'm like, okay, okay this is cute. Yeah. Let's go. I don't track clothes on eBay. I'm yeah. like, this is cute. Yeah. It might fit me. If it don't, I'll give it away or bring yeah. it back. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but so. I would not, I'm not going to sit there and like, I'm not, I'm not doing that. <laughs> so the other thing that we wanted to talk about was, oh, being flexible, which you kind of talked about before. Yeah. Um, yeah. Because like, if you, I mean, so if you really want a true deal, yeah. Flying out on a Thursday and coming back on a Sunday is not going to give you the best deal. I mean, the better deals, the cheaper deals, like Saturday you, to Monday, Saturday to Monday yeah. leaving on a Monday. Like um, last year when we did like the big Greece, Italy trip, I did, I believe, Wednesday to Thursday or something like that. It was two weekdays. Yeah. Um, but those are usually better. But if you're flexible, it works. I mean, it kinda, yeah. you got to kind of gamble like days off that you probably didn't want to take. Yeah. But, um, it's not worth it if you're trying to save money to fly out on a Friday and come back on a Sunday. No, if you can, like, yeah. of course, you know, PTO, PTO is PTO. <laughs> exactly. Um, but if you can, like, yes, yeah. leaving out on a Thursday, if you come back Wednesday, on a Monday, like Tuesday. Ideal. Yeah. And then also like buying, so do you subscribe to like buying your tickets on a Tuesday or Wednesday? I, so I've done it and I haven't seen a real difference. Okay. I don't think that's like, I don't know if that's like a real thing, but it's never made a real impact for me. Okay. What about actually, like you said, like, you know how you just said, like, you got a cheap flight alert on a Sunday. 
Yeah, that's I've true. had that happen. Yeah. But I've never seen a price drop on like Tuesday or Wednesday. Yeah. I think like the airlines probably picked up on that. <laughs> yeah, so they it. don't do it anymore. Yeah. But you're probably right. But like how you said it, like I've gotten like a cheap flight alert on a weekend. Yeah. But I've never really seen it on like a Tuesday the or Tuesday Wednesday. Tuesday or Wednesday. What about like, do you subscribe to the two week before type thing? Like if you buy it less than two weeks, the price goes up. Um, I've definitely seen that. Yeah, it, the closer you get, the more expensive it is. That yeah. is 100% true. Yeah. What about, like, somebody said, like, um, do you fry spirit at all? I have. Yes. So, have you, I mean, I haven't, I phoned spirit one time, um, and it was okay. It wasn't a terrible experience it's at all. It's not as dramatic as everybody no, needs it's to see. Um, but they said that, like, if you go to the airport and that like is you get a penny, true. a penny flight or that something? That's 100% true. Is it really? It is 100% true. Yeah, I have a friend. She showed me her. I didn't believe it, but she showed me her receipt. I haven't done it. But the thing is, you have to be in a city where spirit is frequent. So you have to either be willing to drive to Orlando yeah. or go to Fort Lauderdale. But my yeah. friend, she went to Fort Lauderdale mm-hmm. and she brought a flight. And the other thing is you have to be completely flexible. She flew to Costa Rica for a dollar one way. And she showed me the receipt. The thing is, it's like Spirit and Frontier is the same thing. When you buy online, they charge a bunch of fees and stuff. So when you buy it like straight, there's no fees. So, yeah, you can get the flights that cheap. But, you I mean, we're not ever going to get that benefit because we might now because Frontier is here. Yes. So we might be able to drive. Oh, wait. Did I know that? I don't think I did. Because I think when I flew Frontier, I went to Orlando. This is the first year. Yeah. Yeah. Was it Orlando? Yes, the yeah. Menage Frontier Frontiers it was from Orlando. Orlando. But this is the first year it's been in Jacksonville. Before, it used to be in St. Augustine. So Frontier has the same thing as Spirit? I don't know anyone who's tried it, but they're very similar in airlines. Mm-hmm. So I, my assumption is that they do have the same thing, but Spirit for sure does that. Yeah. You have to actually so go. That would be, ladies and gentlemen, that you just had to be flexible in your Super flexible. Flights. Like, yeah, it has to be on a whim, like, Hey, what's your cheapest flight yeah. from here to Costa Rica? Yeah. Like wherever. What's your cheapest flight, period? Yeah, period. <laughs> All right, that's where I'm going. Sign me up. Yeah. All right. But she showed me the receipt. Yeah. I was like, girl, you are lying. For... That's dope. <laughs> that is so dope. I'll be walking on that plane like. I'm a ball out of Costa Rica. <laughs> yeah. Where you going, girl? Oh, how much you pay? Oh, okay, girl. I'm staying at a five star resort. Man, if I pay a dollar. <laughs> If I pay a dollar for a flight, you know, I'm doing everything, everything, everything. Give me a penthouse sweeps <laughs> at this five-star resort. That's Man, what I want. at the night show, friend, I'm like, I'm everywhere. I'm everywhere. Yeah, well, that's dope. Sure. But you, you can do that. That's another tip that I haven't. I haven't done yeah, it, I haven't tried it, but I've heard it. Do it. I've heard it multiple times. So yeah. I just wanted to know if you, you know, the, uh, a fellow travel budget budget nista balling on a budget <laughs> so yes so one of the last things so two more things european domestic flights which we touched on briefly yeah. earlier when we talked about greece so when you're trying traveling in europe like um the best thing to do if you want to see more than one city in europe and it's not in the same country um, the best thing to do is just take do your big flight from America to Europe and then take m- little hoppers, yeah. like little hopper flights from 
uh, country to country. Yeah, so essentially what you're going to do is like, let's use Rome. So let's yeah. say you want to fly from Jacksonville to Rome. Yeah. Buy a one-way ticket and then stay in Rome for three days, whatever you want, and then go from Rome to Spain or wherever. Yeah. Um, and you book one of the European domestic flights. Like I've seen them for as little as $15. Yeah. And book that. Yeah. And then let's say you want to go to another European city, book it from Spain to Paris. Yeah. Probably like 10, 15, 20 dollars, depending on when you buy it. And then from Paris, buy a flight home. Yeah. Or if you want to go longer, you just kind of can you continue on that trend. But it's a lot cheaper when you book domestic flights because the most expensive part of your Europe trip is from the U.S. to wherever. Yes. If you're so, flying intra Europe, super cheap. So my my only my difference was because I looked at that mm-hmm. flying one way and maybe just because where I was flying one way from, but flying one way and then trying to leave from a different place was more expensive than flying really? round trip from the same city. So that's how we ended up going to Paris was because like I did like, I'm like, okay, so what European city would I not mind? Like that I can do it one day and like do all these and still get a good experience. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's also cheap. So that's how we ended up in Paris was because that round trip was cheaper than London, it was cheaper than Berlin, it was cheaper than uh, uh, Madrid, it was cheaper than all those places. So, um, so then again, just play around with the flights, like yeah. see what you want to do, um, one way versus round trip, because yeah. it, it it can make a difference. Yeah, that's I'm going back to yeah. it. Compare, yeah. compare, compare, and don't be worried about the like the European flights. Because that's one thing that I was worried about because I never flown European European planes and I don't know if the regulations were the same yeah. or like what was going on. Girl, it doesn't matter. United it doesn't matter. States has the strictest regulations. So if it doesn't fly in the U.S., just don't bring it. If it flies in the U.S., you're fine. But their regulations are definitely, our regulations are stricter than theirs. Yeah, I definitely like... At, because I just got tired of researching each airline that yeah. like my hopper came up and said was the cheapest. So I just bought the, I just bought the, I just bought the tickets. I didn't even care anymore. Yeah. And, but each float, each flight that I flew on was like very professional. It was very nice. The seats were comfortable. Very comfortable. Um, you don't it was just like flying any domestic flight in the United States. They don't States. include your carry on. So I would say yeah, so it check the airline and yeah. see what the carry on or check bag limitations are. Yes. And make sure your bag doesn't go over. A hundred percent. Definitely go in there and like understand that your carry on bag like dimensions in the United States are not the same as yeah. your European dimensions. And it just depends like. Sometimes they'll let you through and they like won't pay attention. And like sometimes they'll be pressed about it and tell yeah. you to check it. Like Iceland Air, they checked everybody's bag. Oh, did they? They had a thing. They said, yeah. put your bag in here. Yeah. And let's see if it's. Oh, they goes checked through. They did. Yeah. And if the it looks too one, big, they're like, you need to pay. Yeah. When serious. I did Air France, I was like nervous. So I just like paid for it because I didn't want to like have any trouble. Like I just wanted to get on the flight, make sure all my stuff was there and get there. And they didn't check anybody. So like after that, I didn't even I didn't pay for any checked luggage ahead of time. Like a couple of the flights, they checked our luggage like just for free. Like Mm -hmm. if you were going on like, you know how sometimes like I know from here to D.C. Like you fly United, it's like a small plane. So they check your flight automatically. It was kind of like that. So they're Mm. like, oh, like this is small 
small plane. Like, we're just going to check it automatically. We didn't have to pay. So I never pay for like, I'm yeah. like, you will tell me if mine is expensive, if, if it doesn't fit and then we'll do it. But and that's good to know. Iceland Speaking of Air France, they're Delta affiliated. So you get points for that. <laughs> oh, are they? I yeah. It's Air France, Korean Air, KLM, and there's like a bunch of other ones. Aeromexico. I wonder if they're double so. affiliated. Yeah, you get like yeah, the same Yeah, because I was about points. to say, I feel like I thought Air United, I mean, Air United, Lord have mercy. Air France was um, affiliated United? with United. So you probably get the sure. same points. Like, I know, like, for are. sure. Yeah, you probably just get the same yeah. points, but. Yeah, we did. Anyway. Long yeah. story short. So anyway, <laughs> um, and then the, our last, our last, last big tip is make sure that you print stuff out. So I know like a lot of times um, here, we're very used to being, having like consistent internet and being able to like pull things up, like your um, boarding pass number and all those, like your check-in number yeah. and all that stuff. But I have found well, for that part, I thought it was fine. Was it Mostly because it was in my email. Um, no, Cuba, I mean, I told you, I was in a different situation um, in Cuba. I had an issue in Cuba. Oh, my goodness. But, <laughs> but, like, especially if you're doing, like, if you're going somewhere where you're taking trains. Like, when we were in Italy, we were taking trains. So, like, I made sure to, like, print, we printed out the whole, I whole itinerary like with all the numbers you know we had to take a speed boat from a hotel like 7 a.m to like catch our flight so like we printed out that number like who we supposed to call in case something doesn't happen like print out all that stuff just because you never know the internet may be sketchy or you may not have it where you are and you just want to make sure that you are able to catch your transportation and get to where you need to get to yeah, 100%. and be able to check into your hotels yeah. like the things that you can never replace are transportation and hotels where you're going. You can always replace a reservation or anything like that. But at the end of the day, you need to get back home. So print out your um, transportation and your hotel information if you can. Or even save the um, save the information like as a screenshot on your phone so you can access it from your photos. Yeah, so that's something I, else that I did. I did. I didn't print anything out. Yeah. I screenshot it. I did and both then because when we did the speedboat, uh, we didn't like pre-book the speedboat like to get to and from. Like we mm. purchased it right then and there. So I didn't need to like, I just like bought the ticket right there. Yeah. And so I got it. Yeah. But I, I mean, I think printing is definitely like, cause it, it became an issue in Cuba because there was no internet Yeah, and I couldn't like, I didn't have anything to give the driver and the address on the Airbnb was wrong. And the only way he was able to get us there is cause he recognized the house. But oh, if he wow. didn't, then I would have been, been sleeping at the airport and yeah. that's the whole trip. Yeah. Yeah. So I would definitely like stuff like that. Lodging, hotels, um, excuse me. Any transportation, like, uh, I don't know. I feel like all that stuff is just important. Yeah, it is. I mean, definitely being overprepared. You'll never regret being overprepared, but you will regret being underprepared. Especially that is a life tip. Especially <laughs> when you can't speak the language and you can't, and you, you can't don't know where you're going. Tip. Like it's like when you're going to these places and you're taking planes and trains and things like that. Yeah. I mean, you really are taking a chance and like hoping that you're like getting where you're supposed to get because like a lot of places like they may not speak English or you know what I'm saying. Like so, it's just best for you to be able to remain independent and make yeah. sure that you get the place that you're supposed to get like i remember one time when we were in italy we were trying to catch a plane i mean a plane a train <laughs> and like the 
place told us to go one place and we got there and we didn't see anything there and so I was like okay we've been waiting here for this time like if we end up missing this train I'm gonna be mad as hell and then so we went so I ended up going to talk to somebody and, and they try to insist like yes 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 go here like that's where you're supposed to be and then I went and looked at like the so that I was like no like something just doesn't feel right and I went and looked at the big screen it was like oh the train like that train had been transferred to another track so we had like run all the way over to this other track and we were like at track one and the other one was like track 12 and it was like it was such a mess but it's like those type of things like if, if you don't have it you just, but I don't know. You just have to have those things. You have to have those things. You have to. So stressful, but it's so much fun. It's always an adventure. But you got cardio. <laughs> Not really sure. <laughs> cardio is important, but when you're already walking, fifteen thousand steps. <laughs> does the about- additional cardio really matter? <laughs> I feel like vacation is like 90% walking. It is. I get all my steps. <laughs> it is. But all it's cool. I do is walk. It is fun. It's cool. You get to explore. Like, and Jesus. Anyway. All I'm doing is walking. It's fun though. Yeah. Then you look at your watch like, oh, I'm so accomplished on vacation. Like, and then you go back home and right. you're like, oh, 2,000 oh, steps. <laughs> right. Exactly. Maybe on yeah. a good day. <laughs> so those are our tips for traveling i hope that you guys get some great things out of it and if you have any questions feel free to email us also i can help you out because i book travel yeah so at uh (laughs) esquireinlove.com she will help you book your next vacation or vacation (laughs) and then any other questions that you have in general about um traveling or booking hotels or opinions about different cars and things like that because we've both done all the yeah. research for you you can definitely send it to the huxtables t-h-e-h-u-x-t-a-b-e-l-l-e-s at gmail.com and we'll be certain to get yeah. back to you any questions about where we've been where yes. we're going yes. send it to us and we'll be happy to answer definitely got trips lined up yeah bow 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 i think by the end of the year i would have been to eight countries to have been in this year yeah 20 2018 last year i did five countries this year eight but two are repeats so Mm. technically i guess one country more than last year Mm -hmm. so i am on my little way to accomplishing this goal yeah (laughs) yeah we we bought like the little like scratch off map so when i saw that like got me super motivated oh maybe you know santa might have something for you in your stocking yay (laughs) i like it but yes, so that's kind of motivated me too. So I don't know how many countries, I haven't kept up with it, but we've got, what is this, September? So we've got one, two, one, two, three. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think we've only got two more trips left for this year. And then we've got one trip so far for next year, yeah. so. Next is the travel segment. Travel, travel, travel. So, you know, we've been talking about travel. So our travel segment location this year. This episode. This episode. (laughs) This year. (laughs) Um, It's it's 
<laughs> Washington, D.C. D.C., District so, of Columbia. Yes, D.C. My so. one number one favorite thing about D.C. is jumbo slices. <laughs> okay, so first of all, before we get into it, I would just like to say a shout out because that's my hometown, the DMV area, area <laughs> for the people that's from PG and listening. So... <laughs> Yes, we're talking about DC. And I just introduced my husband to Jumbo Slices the last time we went home. Did it change he was like, his life? Why have you told me about this? It's actually a really interesting story. Um, we went out, so my best friend, it was her birthday, which is why we were in town. And we were just out like super, super late. And so we stopped there to get pizza. And then I guess some lady bought too much too many jumbo slices and she gave us one yeah. and then so we just took our jumbo slice and left and it Can was you so ever delicious. really have too much jumbo slices? I mean, I mean, I'm not mad at her for sharing. I mean, me either. <laughs> me either. And then thought it was like, it, why are you talking about this? As if mumbo soft wasn't enough. Chicken wings like going to know, the curry out. I wasn't that impressed about mumbo I mean, sauce. that's your bet. You went to the wrong curry out. I don't know what to tell you. I don't know. I wasn't, uh, I wasn't impressed. But I, I was like, I mean, mumbo sauce is a sauce. perfect mix of like sweet and sour and savory it's just so good it's so good and jumbo slices are definitely number one i mean i guess i mean that can be your opinion (laughs) it is so dc so obviously i have uh, like a bias but like what are your top three places to go in dc uh definitely african-american museum yeah which I still haven't been to yet, and I'm very sad about it. Um, if you go to D.C., here are my top three as an outsider. Mm-hmm. African American Museum, brunch, anywhere, mm-hmm. and day partying. Mm-hmm. You have to do those three yes. things. Yes. So my top, three, my top three things would probably be, one, you have to go paddle boating in the Tidal Basin. Mm-hmm. It's really nice. You get to, like and like see the different memorials like Jefferson Memorial and stuff like that so it's super dope so that's a lot of walking too I did walk it is a lot of walking but once you get there it's it was like that's like my favorite pastime my dad used to take us there like um paddle boating in the Tyler Basin and that's like my like still my favorite pastime I think that's like number one yeah number two um definitely take advantage of like the Smithsonian's um and there are multiple of them, so you know. Yes. Yeah. So Smithsonian. Um, I personally like the Air and Space Museum a lot. I think I've been I, to that one. I haven't been to the African American Museum yet. I tried to go last time I went, but a certain someone who I already told you my best friend kept me out too late, so I wasn't able to go the next day like I wanted to. But starting in September, it's you're not going to require a ticket during the weekdays, so that's like super. I was going to say you never, you never yeah. require a ticket. Yeah. Back. We just walked up there with no tickets, and then well, the guy was on a Saturday. I wasn't. About I went to on a Saturday it. too. Oh, I it wasn't was like, about to it's try. It's not it. really that. It's not really like. First of all, the fir- I've been twice. The first time I went, we only had three tickets, and then we were walking, and some guy was like, "Hey, you can have our tickets." Yeah. So then he gave us some, and still wasn't enough. And then the person at the door, because I mean, it's how not, many people were y'all rolling into? Um. So we went for my. It was all my family. We went for my brother's wedding last year in D.C. And it was during a hurricane. And so, like, we got all the flights were canceled. Yeah. Oh, so you're Every sure. single flight. So we were just, like, wanted to go. And yeah. so we went. But then the second time I went was during cherry blossom season in D.C. Yeah. That's and surprising. We didn't it wasn't have, busy. 
it was busy but the thing is like it depends on who's working there like if yeah. they're like super dope they'll let you in like it was busy both times we went there but they were just kind of like just walk through he just took our like we had like four tickets and it's probably like eight of us and he was just like just go yeah second time well, we had zero tickets and the guy was just like Open your phones and just act like I'm scanning yeah. you. And because it's it's a, it's a free museum. Yeah. The only reason they're requiring tickets is to control so the crowds. Yeah, yeah, but like I mean, well, we're definitely going next time we next time we go. I mean, that's good to know. I mean, is how my luck is set is set up. I would get the one person that said, "I'm sorry, you don't have a ticket, so you but can't go." That's just how my luck is set but up. But there are like six doors to go to all of them. <laughs> And if, so, if they all tell you no, then you can go home, but walk. Because that's what we did. We went to one door and they were like, all right, you don't have tickets. We went to another one. And he yeah. was like, you guys, just come to this yeah. line. Yeah. <laughs> I should believe in, in the power of my DC people, but maybe. But believe in them. I mean, maybe. <laughs> I don't know. Sometimes people be trying to be extra. And so. then speaking of travel flights, I mean, if you're flying from Jacksonville, JetBlue always has a deal to go to dc united also united also those three are direct flights unfortunately if you go delta it's gonna be a stop in atlanta but if you fly united southwest you get there direct and i know like when we so when we the last couple times we've been united has always been the cheapest flight um but the first time we actually went home from here um we got a one-way from here to and DCA, which is like the Reagan airport, which is in DC. Yeah. And you could take the train to anywhere from that airport. It was only 60 bucks. Yeah. Yeah. So definitely. And then I think I only said two and three. I also agree with day parties. Like DC has the best day parties. And, um, I just love day parties in general. I love a good, like Kiki, ha ha, he he. And then we're in bed by eight. I love it. And then I heard the wharf changed, but I don't care. I'm still like, go get your crabs, friends. Um, crab, you have to have crabs in D.C. It's just different. Like, I know Jacksonville, y'all love these garlic crab. Like, whatever y'all like to do to these crabs, it's cool, whatever. But it's nothing like some just some old bay. <laughs> Just some old bay and some beer and, and it's nothing like some good old Maryland blue crab. So I'm not shading y'all and y'all garlic crabs. No shade but, you to know, Jacksonville. Um, I have zero loyalty because I'm not I've just had better. <laughs> I've just had I better. And I can say that because Maryland, it's the blue crab state. So, yeah, you I mean, know, no, whatever. Definitely have a reputation. So definitely go to the wharf and get your crabs. Um... And I just say explore like DC is so fun and, and the, all the museums there are free, which I think is yeah. so dope because it's like, um, like the archives, you can go there, you can see the declaration of independence. You can do all that for free. So like, don't look, and I know like plenty of people that live in DC that have not been to Crazy. those things. So I definitely think DC, if it's not on your list, if you never thought about it, if you mad because of Donald Trump, you know, just let it go friend. Organization. Um, I like to when I start off my week, I like to do a to-do list and I have a list of things I want to get done. Yes. Um, unfortunately, I haven't transitioned that to my personal life, so that's really specific for work. <laughs> <laughs> so I am very organized when I go to work. I know what I need to get done when I leave for the day. If I didn't finish something, I write it down and I add it like the next line on my list. As far as my home life, it is in disarray. 
<laughs> well, it's hard to keep everything in balance. But yeah, to-do lists are life. Like, um, it's so great just to, I mean, for me, I can keep certain things afloat for so long. Yeah. But then after a while, it's like, okay, let me write this down and make sure that I address all of them. Like, again, bring up this family reunion because that's what's blaring in my face right now. I've forgotten to buy tickets for the last two weeks. So today I wrote it down and today I am going to buy the tickets when I get back home because it's on the to-do list. The fact list. that you still haven't done it. <laughs> I, had, I had to go to work today, unfortunately, because, I mean, on the run too is tomorrow. So. Oh, you switched days. Yes. Okay. No, I didn't switch days. Yes, I switched my off day. Yes, yeah. so I work today. Um, so that's why it hasn't been done yet because I was actually busy at work today doing things. Okay. So, yeah, so um, to-do lists are great, even if you're writing like, like Sophia talks about having her work things together, but not her home. But you can also write your home things. Like you, you can say, like you could say, you know, today I want to do a load of clothes. I'm gonna, I'm going to cook. I'm going to like make sure I have all my tasks at or half of my tasks done at work done. Um, I'm gonna read ten pages, ten pages of this book. Like all those things are really great that you mm-hmm. can add to your to do list. It's okay to ask for help. I'm high. <laughs> My hat, like I'm a, I'm pretty much, I'm very much a clean freak, but like with traveling and stuff is really hard. So I stay on as much as I can, but yeah. I'm definitely hiring a yeah. maid service for one day. Yeah. So, I mean, do what you can. Yeah. <laughs> do what you can. Our uh, question yes. of the week. Okay. We only have one this week. Yes. Let me find it. And it is. Oh, you have it. When do you know it's time to walk away? And I'm assuming it's relating to a relationship yes so what are your thoughts when do you know it's time to walk away so I think if you're like drained if you're physically and mentally just drained and tired if you're getting home and you're seeing this person not like one or two days but like month month goes by and you haven't really been able to get get it back on track then you know, maybe it's not, you know, okay. it's time to let it go. Like if, if that person is no longer creating growth in your life and like helping you to be a better person. Um, and I don't feel like, you know, when you're in a relationship that that's how life goes all the time. Yeah. That's not how relationships go all the time. And I guess that's like the dilemma. It's like, when do you know if it's a season because I mean, yes. in our first episode, it was "I hate you so much" right yeah. now. Obviously, that's that's not really for real. Yeah. Um. But when do you know if it's like a season versus this is what it's gonna be for the foreseeable future, and it's not getting any better? How do you distinguish that was what it is, and I need to walk away? I mean, I definitely feel like history. Like if you're having to have the same toxic conversations over and over so not as we also discussed discussed in the episode not necessarily like taking out the trash or doing the dishes Mm -hmm. but like if I'm constantly catching you in lies like if you're cheating on me repeatedly if you aren't telling the truth to my family or like close friends like or, you know, if whatever your deal breaker is. Yeah. Um, or even anything that's close to your deal breaker. Like, I feel like those things are non-negotiable. Yeah. Are non-negotiable. And even like some of those things, like now that I'm married, I had deal breakers that now that I'm married, some things 
may possibly be negotiable that weren't that's negotiable a, that's a good beforehand. Point. A lot of our deal breakers before we felt like we met the right one yes. is not the same deal breaker. And it's not to say that you've lessened your standards. It's just that you realize that love makes a lot of things a little bit more tolerable. Yes, but at the end of the day, there's also a difference between making things a little bit more tolerable and like realizing when you're being taken advantage exactly. of. Exactly, and I think that's that's probably really when you know you need to walk away. Is yeah. If, if A, you're being taken advantage of, and B, you no longer see or feel the love there yeah. anymore. Yeah. But I mean, I feel like sometimes you can be in situations where you don't see or feel the love and you can still come back from it. Yeah, I do. I do think that. And I think but I think that that does require like intensive conversations. And if both of y'all are willing to work and make things better, then I think that you can still stay in. But I do believe that I, my biggest thing is like red flags and like mm-hmm. things that you're repeatedly having like make or break things that you're repeatedly having conversations about, especially if you're feeling really terrible about yourself or like or if anything that are saying anything that they are saying is like making you feel bad about yourself or any of your relationships that you have or your family or like isolating you. Exactly. Isolating you from those things. Definitely like any type of like abuse or anything like that. Like those things really do have to be taken into account. I mean, I know you shouldn't bring third party relationship, but if everyone close to you doesn't like him, they're not wrong. Yeah. <laughs> All those people can't be wrong and they're out to get you. Yeah, that's true. That's true. So I think it's, you know, and that's a good thing that you brought up too, is like choosing who's going to be in your relationship is really important mm-hmm. because it's very, it's very nice to say that you shouldn't have third parties in your relationship, but honestly, yeah, neutral opinion. you have a village does raise a child and at the end of the day you you will want to reach out to somebody that is going to be able to you know support you and support your relationship um and point you in the right direction of course and so um I think that that is important and it's also like if you like let's say like I chose you so like if something happens I'm like let me talk to Sophia about whatever is going on so even though I trust I trust you in that situation like I have to trust you in all situations Mm -hmm. like if I've chosen that person that like supports me like and I know that you support me and support this relationship and you're not going to do anything to the detriment then also if you say like Shari you messed up then I have to be okay with what you are saying. And I, and I feel like a lot of times we don't like to hear that we messed up, but sometimes, you know, you gotta be comfortable with hearing that. Like, I mean, I would like, personally, I would never tell someone like the only time I would tell you to girl, you need to leave him is if I see toxic characteristics or behaviors, if he's repeatedly cheating on you, repeatedly lying to you, making you feel like you're less than or, isolating you then i'll step in and say girl you need to leave him but if you're complaining about he doesn't like the trash out or you know whatever else like i would never tell you to leave him like i think that's your decision and i'm not gonna interfere in that yeah that's the best way to do it yeah you know that's that's the best way to do it and just hope that that person understands what you're saying and not yeah thinking that you're out to get them out to get them <laughs> or keep them from being happy yeah <laughs> 
So that is this week's episode of the Hux About. Thank you guys so much. And thank for you for continuing us. to watch us yes. and sticking out with us and just having a glass of wine and yes. enjoying this time with us. Definitely. And listening to us yeah. on all of our platforms. So with that being said, um, any questions, comments, concerns, you can reach out to us at the Huxabells at gmail.com. You can also follow us at the Huxabells at G no. No. On Instagram. On Instagram. I'm like, that's not right. So yes, you can follow (laughs) us on Instagram at the Huxabells. You can follow us on Facebook at the Huxabells podcast. You can follow Sophia at Esquire in Love. You can fire Follow me at this is Dr. Mrs. Um, and stay in touch. Yes, <laughs> we really appreciate you guys, and we will see you guys next yeah. week. Bye. Bye. Bye.